Welcome to Percolating Perspective, your podcast to offer you some perspective on America. I'm your host, Gordon Michael Porter. Today, we dream of a home where the buffalo roam and the skies are not cloudy all day. Hopefully, you've had a chance to watch the movie The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance since our episode last week. If you haven't, shame on you. We're going to talk about this movie a little bit today and discuss why, in my opinion, it is one of the greatest representations of American culture ever produced. Laying under the stars on a clear night, a cool breeze blows against your warm flannel shirt. You bump the brim of your Stetson hat up with your knuckle and look out across the prairie around you to find nothing but miles of grass lit by the dim blanket cast by a large moon above. One of your fellow wranglers sits across the fire, gently puffing away at his French harp, trying to overcome the haunting howl of the coyotes miles and miles away and the crickets that lull the night air. The fire that gently wisps into the air is the center of your world. Your horses, the cattle, and everything you own is laid out almost concentrically around the focal point of your every night. Your boots silently stand guard beside you, absorbing the heat through their well-broken leather. Without a warm fire at the end of a long day's drive, depression becomes the most dangerous enemy of the night. Of all the incredibly important things the fire protects in your life, perhaps the most important job your evening fire has is to bring civilization to the wilderness. Another fellow wrangler reaches behind himself into a Mexican canvas pack to present a spotted dark blue enamel percolator and four tin cups. Your heart leaps within you as you remember the brand new pack of fresh ground coffee from Pioneer Steam Coffee and Spice Mills that you stowed away in your pack back in San Francisco a few weeks ago. You carefully measure out a few spoonfuls of rich brown powder into the metal basket and add just the right amount of water. And now you listen for the enchanting gurgle of the sweet nectar within. Your nose is filled with the smell of a warm, distinctly American roasted coffee. It's time to unfurl your kerchief from around your neck and with the cloth in hand, pour out a delicious black cup of rugged individualism. Now, bump your hat back with me and take a sip. Today on Percolating Perspective, we tip our hat to the West's first cup of freshly ground coffee, Pioneer Steam Coffee and Spice Mills, or as we now know it, Folgers. Nothing fancy, no frills, just an authentic American brew that has stood the test of time and never fails. Now you can get it with K-Cups, prepackaged filters, and a plastic can of grounds. You can brew Folgers anywhere with water, and it tastes just right. And it tastes... It tastes like a cowboy's cup of coffee. Now, fast forward 100 years to 1965. It's warm, clear Saturday morning. Bursting from his room at the corner of the house, a young boy in his horse and lasso pajamas, real leather cowboy hat, and a toy six-shooter 
gallops through the den over the golden pile carpeting, bringing his hobby horse to a halt right in front of the family console TV. He turns the dial to one of the three channels captured by the shiny rabbit ear antennas proudly displayed at the top of the console. After adjusting one of the other knobs below to clear up the picture and bring the sound up to just the right point where it rattles the jealousy windows throughout the house, he tosses his hobby horse into the corner, plops down on the floor Indian style, and rests his his chin on his hand to watch his favorite movie of all time, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Just a few years prior, in 1962, his father had taken him to the movie, uh, on to, or to see the movie on the big screen at the Chautauqua Theater on a special outing. The glow of the giant screen and the warm smell of popcorn and coffee subliminally distilled in the young boy's mind many eternal truths and uniquely American ideals that have become ingrained in our thriving Christian society. John Wayne, the rough, tough, no-nonsense, iron-gut cowboy, and Jimmy Stewart, the lovable, relatable, and feisty lawyer from the East Coast, and of course, Lee Marvin, the wiry, gruff, low-voiced outlaw bent on forcing the little town of Shinbone to surrender their property to the giant corporations looking to turn the great American West into a giant commercial cattle ranch. What makes this movie so American? What draws the young boy and his father to the heroes and drive to win the day? Well, really, truthfully, there are several principles that stand out among the rest, um, but we're going to look at three today. Number one is masculinity. In American culture today, there is an effort to make being a man a social sin. For a man to recognize that men and women are built differently and that a man has a responsibility to treat women with honor, respect, and tenderness, is now called toxic masculinity. The term toxic toxic masculinity is an oxymoron. There is masculinity, which should also be honored and respected and trained into our young boys in organizations like the Boy Scouts or your church. Uh, I'd say, and your church. You should not replace church with anything. But there's also toxicity, which is abuse, family tyranny, the belief that women are not just made differently but have fewer rights or freedom than men. That's not masculinity. That's evil. That is a sin, per the Bible. And it is toxic. True masculinity is steady, even-keeled, in control of one's emotions, not given to change, watchful over one's mouth. True masculinity reveres women as special and should be treated as delicate china that is beautiful, handled with gentleness, and cherished for life. True masculinity is being a father to your children if you have them, teaching them how to be men and women. The man who shot Liberty Valance shows true masculinity in two very, very different people. John Wayne, who is a bulky, strong farmer and a frontiersman who seeks the affection of a beautiful daughter of an immigrant family. John Wayne demands respect and will have nothing less. As he would say in another movie called The Shootist, he says, I won't be wronged. Wait a minute. I can't, can't do this without impersonating John Wayne, right? I won't be wronged. 
I won't be insulted. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people, and I demand the same from them. That wasn't too bad, was it? We also find masculinity in Jimmy Stewart, a tall, lanky lawyer from the East Coast who seeks to tame the American West with a law book. He also has fallen for the sweet immigrant daughter and treats her delicately and carefully. He believes that through education and an attitude of nonviolence, at the end of the day, long-suffering will win. Jimmy believes that all men are created equally and are destined to civility, but that they must be educated and must be made aware of the eternal, eternal American principle, all men are created equal. But more on that in just a second. On the other side of this California gold coin, we find Lee Marvin, or in this movie, Liberty Valance himself. Now, somewhat of a sidetrack here, Lee Marvin has a track record of being an amazing actor, and he exceeds his reputation with this movie. Marvin's character here is, is toxicity, and a symbol of the true American enemy, which is the collusion of big government and big business. Liberty Valance is always looking for a way to not only force the good townspeople into submission and tyranny, tyranny, however you want to say that, tomato, tomato, but he actively attempts to destroy the forces for good in the town. He treats the sweet immigrant daughter as an object, a toy, and not with care and fragility. He is abusive. Now, number two, principle number two. All men are created equal. I referenced this just a second ago. This movie contains my favorite cinematic scene of all time. Across all movies, across all genres, and across all decades, this movie contains my favorite scene of all of them. This scene was carefully crafted by the director, John Ford, to display one of the most awesome displays of American culture ever produced. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, please, please go watch it. But you can also pause this and go to my YouTube channel, Percolating Perspective, and I have a playlist called American Movie Moments. This scene that I'm going to discuss is on my YouTube channel. Please go take a look at that. But Jimmy Stewart takes time out of his schedule working for the local newspaper in Shenboom to teach a class to anyone in the town who would attend. And one of those in regular attendance was John Wayne's black, uneducated farmhand, Pompey. At one point in the class, Jimmy Stewart asked the class what the law of the land is. Poppy, Pompey stands up and says, It was written by Mr. Thomas Jefferson, called the Constitution. Jimmy Stewart corrects him and states that it's the Declaration of Independence, written by Thomas Jefferson. Pompey working hard to perfect his grammar and proper English, recites the law of the land as penned by Thomas Jefferson. He says, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. To reflect on the true genius and insight of John Ford, the director, as the young, uneducated black farmhand Pompey starts to recite, stands to recite these powerful words, Behind him, on the mantel over the stove, a portrait of the great emancipator, Abraham Lincoln, sits proudly in the camera shot. In one simple scene, John Ford hits you square in the heart with one of the most profound truths that America has worked diligently to protect. All men are created equal. Now, principle number three, truth, 
justice, and a reliance on Christian principles will always win the day. By the end of the movie, Liberty Valance has done everything he can to thwart the attempts of John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart and arrest the small town of Shinbone from the free will of the people. In a surprise ending that I will not spoil, please, please go watch this movie. Liberty Valance, and as a result, the evil corporation are run out of town on a rail. The patience and moral resolve of Jimmy Stewart are on full display, and the moral resolve and brute strength of John Wayne and the unbroken will of the people to live free win in the end. Today, in 2023, our desire for liberty, free will, and a man's right to chart his own course is facing its biggest challenge since, I believe, December 7th of 1941. Right now, there is an elite class of people who believe they know better than you of how you ought to live your life. They believe that any sense of individuality or masculinity is toxic and must be snuffed out. They believe that nature is sacred and the God-given life of man is not. They believe that your freedom to own property and your liberty to worship God as you see fit is unacceptable and must be stopped as you can't be trusted with freedom. You as an American have a spark within you. That spark lives only in a handful of people around the world, and those people typically end up living in the land of the free. That spark, that flame, that flicker, that burns inside of every American is called freedom. Being American isn't just a citizenship, citizenship status. It's a mindset. It's believing that you know what's best for your family and how you ought to worship God. It's believing that there are eternal truths that are not deliberated and decided on by some eggheads in Washington, D.C. or Davos. It's believing that he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing. It's believing that your right to own property is one of the most basic building blocks of a free society. What will win this battle against an elite class of empty heads in Davos is true grit and masculinity. It will be a determination to live free. And do we want to live free? Do you, like, do you as a listener of this podcast desire to live free? I know I do. Do we have the desire anymore to live in a country where uh, your children can run free without fear of evil seeking to devour them? Do we have a desire to live in a country where justice is served and where crooked politicians and small-time petty thieves alike spend time behind bars for breaking the law that all men are held to? I do. I burn for freedom. My heart aches for a country where the individual, the common man, the family are revered and respected and promoted. America is this place still. I believe it is. And right now it is, it is under absolute attack. And those that are whoring after power and money in our government today would love nothing more than for you to submit to their plastic form of authority and turn over the reins to your life. There is a time coming where they will demand this from you. You must practice your masculinity now, for when this time comes, you must not be a sunshine patriot but a winter soldier. You must be willing to plant your feet on ground and never give in. 
it will be very easy for you to turn over the reins as it appears to remove, remove responsibility from your life. But you must study true masculinity and train your family to be steadfast in defending freedom. You must work on applying these principles that are on full display in this movie to your life and your family. Dads. From one dad to another. I have now a father of one and a half, a two-year-old boy and a, a little daughter on the way. Slowly and steadily over time, coach your family to desire and yearn for freedom and peace. Teach your family to be nonviolent, peaceful, and educated as Jimmy Stewart, but iron-willed, strong, and resolute as John Wayne. Teach your family that those who seek to control you and bend you to their will are evil, and they're looking to do you harm, not help you. Now, now to me, the name Liberty Valance, the man who shot Liberty Valance, the name is an interesting one to me. A valance is a covering. It's a tapestry hung on the top of a window to block light. Evil men, tyrants, the elite ruling class, they will decorate what they're selling you as a type of liberty. The Bible says they, they present themselves as an, as an angel of light. It's a version of liberty. And they, for example, part of what they're trying to sell you, they often call it stakeholder capitalism. In other words, it's not capitalism. It's a very different version of capitalism, which means it's not capitalism. Make no mistake, the light in the window is true liberty. The warm, dry sunshine flowing through the panes of the windows in the American home is true liberty. The valance that hangs above tells you that the light is too much for you and that it should be altered and even blocked to prevent too much light in your home. Never allow someone to persuade you out of your birthright. Freedom is precious. Freedom is celestial. Freedom can sometimes be difficult and can sometimes be unforgiving. If a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. That is true liberty. That is true freedom. If you work, you eat. If you're a lazy bum, you die. That sounds harsh, but that is, that's reality. And for everybody screaming about fairness and equality, that is the ultimate of fairness. If you work, if you carry your own load, you eat. And no government should step in and tell people who should eat and who should work and who should laze around like a lazy bum and who shouldn't eat. That is not for government to decide. That is for the invisible hand of the free market. That is for God to decide. And it's really and truthfully for you to decide. Are you willing to work? Are you willing to provide for your family? Are you willing to chart your own course? Do you, as a listener of this podcast, have a desire to work and to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps by the grace of God and chart your own course and hunt down liberty and freedom with fervor? Freedom is beautiful. It's sacred. It's one of the very few things in this life that are given to us directly from the hand of God. And it must be revered and cherished. America, I love you.
I yearn for your freedom. I burn for the return of true liberty to your people. May we, as American citizens, as partakers and podcasts alike, may we be ready to give our lives for the freedom of our children and our children's children. Freedom must be protected. And you, as a listener of this podcast, and you as an American citizen, and even if you're not an American citizen, even if you live somewhere else in the world, we have a few listeners that live outside of the United States, the spark and the flame of, a, of the American ideal, the mindset, lives within you. And you have a duty given by God to protect that flame and to fan that flame and to lift it up and ensure that some do-nothing, worthless politician or elite doesn't blow that out so that they can grab you up and use you for their will and their plan. God forbid it. America, as I say every podcast, and I sign off every podcast, I love you. I love my God, I love my family, and I love my country, because she is free. Take care.